Today's episode is brought to you by Airbnb. You might already have an Airbnb and it might be worth more than you think. Visit airbnb.com.au slash host to find out more. We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Garamangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. Revs. Hmm. I'm a huge fan of Kmart. Okay. But I was a little bit disappointed. Mm-hmm. Went into their store and I saw rows and rows of slides that are straight up rip-offs yeah. of Alias Maze. I know. Have you seen them? I've seen them, yeah. And they're good rip-offs. Yeah, they're Well, real... they're not. are they leather? No, they're not yeah. leather. They're pleather. Okay. So they're not great Sorry, rip-offs. I think these days we call that vegan leather. Oh, okay, sure. Well, however uh. you want to brand it, marketer. Yeah. But it made me sad for the brand. And yeah. I know we've seen this many times. And I do think there is a place for big chain supermarkets making on-trend products accessible for everyone. Yeah. But I just couldn't help but feel, oh, Alias May mm. must feel gutted because it ruins their brand. It cheapens well, it. Well, it steals their IP. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. And as a creative person, your heart breaks because yeah. you're like, wow, someone like designed that style, made it huge. Yeah. You see them everywhere. Everyone loves them. And now they've been ripped off and they won't see a dollar mm. of that IP come back to them. Yeah. And Kmart will make millions off their idea. But it also reduces the value of their brand. Yeah. It just does. Yeah, it does. Because before someone would walk around and I'd identify their shoes and go, oh, that's Alias May. Like what a cool branding exercise totally. that I can fully identify your designs. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, no, these are from Kmart, you know? Mm. Anyway, that was just my little rant for I the get, morning. Yeah, I get really frustrated as well. And like, we can't always afford to support the small biz because mm. that's more expensive because mm. obviously they can't create en masse like yeah. Kmart does. But yeah, sometimes it's just, they just, it's a low blow. It is. You know I'm working on something, a little side hustle. You sure are. And that's one of my things I'm trying to factor into my business plan oh. is like, if this works. Yeah. This will get ripped off. Yeah. And then what? You do have to consider that. Uh-huh. But then, you know, Oliella, mm. they got oh, totally yeah. ripped off by Kmart, Kmart as yeah. well. And Target. Yeah, yeah, with their woven mm-hmm. prams and woven little picnic baskets. The tan kids decor. Yeah. yeah. But they soldier on. Yeah. And there is a difference. You can see the difference. It's just that the alias maze, when I walked into Kmart, I was like, oh, are they stocking? Oh, no. Mm. No, no. Anyway, should we get into the episode? Sure. <laughs> we have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host, Kate Reeves. Hello, Kate Reeves. G'day, g'day. How goes thee? Thee goes great. On this very fine Tuesday? Yep, it's Feb. It's Feb. It is Feb. One month down. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. Once again, I'm railing about the acceleration of time. I'm going to keep doing it every single year. I'm still so upset that my mum said to me, just wait till you're my age. It goes faster and faster. And I was like, hold the phone. Well, of course. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. Anyway. I thought you were fine with being in a state of decay. I am not fine with being in a state of decay. I just like the term decay. P.S. DLs in the Facebook group. No. Once again, shout out to the Facebook group. (laughs) One DL said, Gemma, we're not in a state of decay. We are ripening. Okay. And I was like, ripening. You're all wrong. We don't decay. Our cells renew. Oh, Revsy. No, don't. Oh, Revsy me. That's a fact. No, 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 no. Every seven years, we're a new set of cells. Okay. But sad, wrinkly, grey, organ failing. They don't come back better every time. (laughs) they don't. Organ failing? (laughs) I don't know what state you live in, but I'm not in organ failure. Can we go back to ripening? I thought that was a much more generous... I just see a cervix. I just see a cervix. (laughs) A cervix about to lose its shit. (laughs) And also, we're over ripening. We've peaked on the ripeness. We're the black banana at the bottom of the bowl. Mm. Uh, You had a sneaky little staycay with the kitties I saw. Oh, my God. I want to hear about this. Guys, I've hacked life. Here we go. So, okay, what do we love about holidays? Room service. Yep, downtime. Fun with the kids. (laughs) Do we? Going offline, not working. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> my age kids. Okay. My age kids. What do we hate about holidays? The travel, the packing the bag, the getting on the flights, the navigating school holiday crowds, the getting from the airport to your Airbnb, whatever, all that shit. We'll just remove it with an inner city staycay. <laughs> Can you please just state from the head that this is a not spawn? Oh, it's not spawn. It's sounding straight up spawn. It's not spawn. <laughs> no. Okay, I'll tell you what happened. I had my kids, we were coming to the end of school holidays and I didn't actually take them away or anything. And they wanted to do a lot of stuff. I just kept saying to them, like, it's so expensive, guys. Like, they wanted to go to Luna Park and then we took them to Jamboree and. You know, if they're not in a camp, which is $100 a day, you spend $200 mm. in entertaining them. It was all just getting so much. So I just did like the second half of the holidays was very lo-fi. Beach, chilling at home, on devices, whatever. But then I just wanted to, I don't know, I got a burst of energy and hyper-focus. And I was just like, wanted to bookend the holiday yeah. with a bang. And I just wanted to finish out the school holidays with my kids. My daughter made a comment to me about, you're always on your phone. Because yeah. I was trying to work while I had them at home. And I was like, you know what? There's a public holiday. I can take one day of leave and have a four-day weekend. Heaven. I was looking around at where I could take them with flights and everything. I was like, this is going to cost a couple of grand. I don't want to do that. And also by the time we get there, then we've only got a day and a half, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh, my God, let's blank check this motherfucker. Mm. So I just booked a bougie hotel Mm -hmm. in the city with a pool. I did ask the DLs, ask the Instagram community, like, where in the city has a great kid-friendly pool situation unanimously they said like three top hotels yep i went with the sofitel in darling harbour and it was everything i put like three t-shirts and three pairs of undies and four pairs of shorts in a bag amazing and off you went we got the ferry so fun kids froth on that shit yeah you it, know what's a hack a bus ride yep they to love nowhere bus. just one loop just a loop. bus to the state of decay <laughs> But also I did a fun thing. Mm. Didn't tell them because I booked it on a whim. I love this. And they were with their dad. And then I picked them up from vacation care a little bit early. They were shitty at me. They're like, mom, there's about to be a dance competition. I was like, shut your pie hole. I've done something fun. Be grateful, grateful. shits. So me and my one bag put them on the ferry and they're like, where are we going? It's dinner time. And I was like, do you guys want to have the dinner in the city? And they're like, yeah, fun. And they think because they're a little bit COVID kid. They're not fully because they're, you know, eight and five. But they're like, the city? They think of the city as like going into town. Big deal. And they're like, yes. And then we got there and I was like, okay, what if we stayed here tonight? And they're like, what? And I took them out to the room and I got the corner room with the big bath. The and pool it- area looked epic and literally it's like a rooftop pool it's a rooftop pool really novel Mm. huge pool and because my kids wake with the sparrows we went down put our towels down got the front row amazing we literally laid by that pool all day yeah all day on our first day we had the hotel breakfast best we had like the big king-size bed we all slept in together we watched a movie in the room we got room service second night we went and got chinese love it darling harbour it was just so fun and because my kids are five and eight we're lying by the pool they made friends on the first so morning good. with these older boys. Yes. I didn't see them or hear from them mm. for like four hours. I read a book, listened to a podcast, the just best. lay there ordering up her old spritz. It was amazing. Like it's peak parenthood. Yeah. When your kids want nothing of you. Like I know there will be a turning point where it's like, need me again as they pack off on their gap year, never to see you again. (laughs) A little ahead of yourself, but yep. But it's a fucking stage. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a hack. Yeah. I mean, Rafa is just teetering on the edge of being able to swim on her own independently. I'm not there yet. I still not watch her. No, I still keep I still watch my kids, but I don't have to hawk eye like, is he alright? Is she alright? They're very capable now. But I have very, very strong fond memories as a kid spending easily four hours in a pool being aerial and then stashing rocks or pebbles in various corners of the pool and then it's amazing how you can entertain yourself for hours. And the best part is it tuckers them out yeah and i didn't have to like do any activities on top of the hotel i booked the hotel and it was not cheap Mm. but i booked it and then we just used it you know we hung out there we had the big buffet breakfast and how rare it is that we actually use the accommodation i know actually my least favorite kind of accommodation to book is when you go away for a wedding yeah because you've usually got the night before the wedding pub dinner somewhere yeah, get yeah. together then you have the actual wedding and then you have the day after the yeah. wedding recovery barbecue some people do they were quite popular for a while there and then you've literally just rested your head yeah in that bed that 
that you paid however many few hundred dollars for. Look, it's always worth it, but Mm. I've never done a holiday or a staycation, I suppose, where it's like, I am here to milk every fucking facility available to me in this hotel. Yeah. So Hubs and I actually went to Melbourne for a wedding. Yes. Very recently. And we stayed in a bougie hotel and we were like, okay, our time is limited, but let's go to the sauna, sit in the spa, swim in the pool. Yeah. Let's use the hotel bath. Yes. (laughs) Then let's use the hotel shower. Yeah. I'll use the hairdryer. Yeah. I'll put that white robe on. I'll wear the slippers. Like I just <laughs> I just needed to soil a every- towel for every wet surface. Yeah. Like yeah. a towel, one towel for my hair, one towel for my body, yes. one towel for my shoulders. Yes. <laughs> so good. Yes. It's so fun. Oh, I can tell you, in four days, I was more relaxed than if I'd flown for a week away. Mm. There was just no admin. And this hotel did touch-free checkout. Oh. So you put your card down at the start or whatever, and then you just leave. Oh. How good. Didn't even have to go. they'll charge you later. No, they did before. And they sent, just checking this is all correct. Yeah. And I was like, yep. They're like, leave at your leisure. So your kids uh, didn't tuck into the minibar? Minibar was included. What? I think this is a new thing. What? You know, the mythology about the minibar is like, stay away from the $28 Mars bar. Or like, go to your nearest IGA and get it. Yeah. I think hotels are a bit now like, well, you know. Well, they have to compete with Airbnbs now, and Airbnbs have raised the standard. Yeah, I they did have. spend about $300 by the pool at the pool bar. Oh, yes. Worth it. Always worth it. Always worth it. I heard that uh, DL, <gasps> yes! I think you need to share this yes! on the potty so that it lives in perpetuity on the potty. Guys, I can die now <laughs> because I was lying at the pool reading my book while my kids didn't even want to know me, and this waiter came over and said, uh, Kate, and I was like, yeah, she's like, this is for you. And I was like, oh, my God, boyfriend. And she, your first, I was like, oh, my God, that's so sweet that he sent me a glass of champagne. And she goes, it's from a DL. And I was like, oh, my God. And I took it. And it was the proper shit. It was verve. That is fucking smooth. I know. And I instantly whipped my head around the pool area looking for it, like profiling everyone by the pool, being like, where's a mum? <laughs> And I couldn't find her. Shut up. And then it was actually on the 26th of January and I wasn't posting anything that day. So I I didn't want to do like a shout out or anything. Mm. So I did it the next day and I was like to whoever it was who sent me this, like you are the tits. And she slid into my DMs. She's like, it was me, but I didn't want to interrupt you. But I was just fangirling. She's like, I thought my bright pink one litre Frank Green water bottle would have given me away. (laughs) Oh my God, what a legend. (laughs) But I was like, oh my God, you made my year. That is a in January. Classy act. It was so cool. And it's like, I want to do shit. Like, I want to yeah. send over a glass or something to someone. It's such a baller move. I love it. Anyway, I love that DL. I have a little DL story from the wedding I went to, yes. actually. It was such a classy wedding, Reb. So just to give a little bit of context, I shared on my Instagram that I legit did not know what to wear to a black tie wedding. Yeah. And look, I'll admit, there was a part of me that was like, why do Melbournians feel the need to do black tie? (laughs) But when you got there. And I got there. And even when I put my frock on. Yeah. Okay, let's be honest. I was like, I have never felt so fancy in all of my life. I am a huge fan. Fan of the black tie Look, dress code. I'm a convert. Yeah. And it wasn't just me feeling great in the dress I was wearing. It was rocking up and this newfound appreciation for hot women. Yes. You know, in all their shapes and sizes, but in gowns. Yeah. Effort. Yeah. It kind of took me back to Gatsby. Yeah. That's you the, know, yeah, like that was the, the vibe. vibe. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, and the sorry, men, men, men in tuxedos. Hot in a tux. Yes. I was yeah. frothing over hubs. I was yeah. frothing over the women. I was admiring everyone's dresses. Like I couldn't help but go up to people and go, you look amazing. Yeah, yeah, look yeah. Look at your dress. Like you look so beautiful. Anyway, it was one of those weddings where I didn't know many people. I had met the groom before, but I'd never met the bride. But we connected over Instagram and she was a fucking legend. She was also sick six months pregnant and just owning life in that wedding dress and organizing a wedding and all the things. And I was like, you're a motherfucking rock star. But as I was standing at the bar, getting myself a cranberry juice because it matches my dress. (laughs) Yes, love that. (laughs) Yes, the chief bridesmaid, who's the sister of the bride, sidled up to me and just casually... I'm a DL. <gasps> and I was like, oh my God. And you know how that, it's just the best yeah. icebreaker because yeah. instantly I'm like, yeah, we're friends. We need to hug. What's yeah. your name? You know, her name's Emma. And I was like, and I'm Gemma. And then we just yeah. like chatted. And I wanted to know all about her kids, their ages, their names, where they live, what yeah, they're like, totally. how they get on. Like, I was like, give me your life story. So 
Anyway, it was really, really lovely. We'll say it again, guys. It's so nice when you say hi to us because then it's not just weird numbers on a metric screen that we know you're out there. It's actually like, this is what the DLs are. It's so nice. You know what? I've had this a few times. I'm not going to throw shade at it at all, but I do get from some DLs like, hey, Jim, I saw you at the beach. Yeah. I didn't say hi, but it was nice to see you. And I was like, oh, my God. There was someone like creeping on me. <laughs> Just come say hi. Come say hi. Just come and say I hi. I met someone at the beach last week and <gasps> I was calf deep in the water with a giant cup of wine. Love it. <laughs> I looked a fright. My kids were frolicking and screaming and I felt like that was on brand, you know? Before we get to what we don't have time for, can you give us a quick update on Iggy's sinus adenoid grommet situation? What's going on? More surgery for the poor little dude? More surgery. Going under in two months. I know. It feels aggressive for my little guy, but apparently it's all okay. My ENT put it this way, which I thought was so brutal because I said, oh, he's already just recently gone under for his broken arm. Is it okay for him to go under in general again? And she said, Gemma, put it this way, kids with burns have to go under every day for weeks to treat their burns and have skin grafts. And I was like, okay. And she's like, and they're fine. Yeah. You know, Um, what I want to say is like Instagram gets such a bad rap, but I had this amazing day where I was like, fucking, I love Instagram. Yeah. But I put a shout out about the fact that Iggy's getting grommets put in and his adenoids taken out. And I just sent out a message saying, can anyone share some positive stories? Yeah, yeah. First of all, didn't know how common this was. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently it's very common, which was very relieving to hear. Like I was like, oh, oh, okay. This is going to be a walk in the park. Like so many parents have paved the way before me and done this. And the word that just rings on repeat from all of those DMs was game changer. Mm. So while I'm really sad that Iggy has to go under and I know he's going to be really distressed when he wakes up because that's what happened when he broke his arm. I'm just going to hold on to the fact that everyone was like, it's a game changer. It's a game changer. Mm -hmm. It's a game changer. With sleep, behavior, development. So for anyone who doesn't know, grommets get put in for a whole host of reasons. Some kids have repetitive ear infections. In Iggy's case, he's got what's called glue ear. So he has moderate hearing because he's literally listening to the world as if he's underwater 24-7, which is so shit for him. And then that impacts his speech development. He has no diction Mm. because he can't hear. He's muffled. So he can't distinguish T's and D's and P or the plosive letters in the alphabet. He can't distinguish at all. So that's one thing. And you know how we affectionately call him Cautious Clive? Mm. Every morning we fight over him walking down the stairs because I'm like, Iggy, you're three years old. They are carpeted stairs. And he goes, I can't do it. And I'm like... Oh my gosh. And you know, there's a part of me that can be really flippant. And I'm like, fuck, he's lazy. He just wants to be carried all the time. But actually what I've learned is that especially one ear Mm. is really, really blocked. Like he has barely any hearing in that ear he's lopsided and that fucks with the balance in your oh, brain like it's, it's yeah so he must suffer from vertigo yeah. or something where stairs are like a very stressful thing yeah, for him poor little guy so i'm hoping this will cure it yeah game changer do you know what the ent said to me that i was like oh what? this is my jam <gasps> where she's like pulling out glue ear is like pulling out a jellyfish out of their ear with long tentacles and i was like can i be there for that bit because it's like a satisfying pimple pop. That sounds disgusting nah. to me. Oh my, there are two types of oh people. Oh my God, revs. Sati- I'm not that type. Satisfying as fuck. Nah. Like imagine pulling that congealed nah. jelly. Oh my God, I'm going to be sick. Nah, delicious. Oh, I'm going to be sick. And then he's going to be able to hear. That's great. <laughs> you don't like the term congealed stop, jelly? Stop. And then ear like, canal? Stop. <laughs> going to be feel faint. Oh, no, dear. I find that stuff gross. I don't like pimple popping. I don't like medical shows. I love I that do. shit. All right, let's talk about adenoids. The reason why I want to quickly share this, <laughs> welcome to Medical Hour with Gemma uh, Peanut. It might help other yeah, DLs yes. who have maybe observed these issues with their kids and questioned if it's normal mm. or don't have a yardstick to compare it to because it's their firstborn. Yeah. But the only reason why my spidey senses tweaked with Iggy is because I had Rafa first. So she's my yardstick. And I just noticed with Iggy that he was constantly 
congested mm. in his nose not just when he's sick 24 7 so even when he's at peak wellness he's always congested and as he started to develop his speech he sounded nasal mm. so that was the first thing I noticed then I noticed that he's a full-blown snorer at night and a mouth breather and a breath holder so that's sleep apnea mm-hmm. and I've been doing a sleep study on him so that's pretty much confirmed and what that impacts so f- with kids behavior is they're not getting any quality sleep yeah now I I've preached on the podcast that Iggy loves his sleep, loves his naps. And what I mean by that is that he never fusses and he always goes down and asks for his sleep, but it's not quality sleep. Yeah. And because I've been doing this sleep study, no matter where I put him in the cot, an hour later, his head is at the other end. Mm. So he's fighting, fidgeting, moving. And one thing that the ENT said to me is, what's his head sleep positioning? And as soon as I demonstrated it, which is head as far back as possible mouth gaping open she was like textbook that is their instincts telling their body that for me to get air is I have to open my mouth and open my head up or lift my face up to the sky whereas Rafa sleeps sideways curled in a ball Mm -hmm. and she's like that's a better more natural sleeping position for kids and she also said to me that kids shouldn't snore unless their adenoids are getting in the way hmm. so anyway Iggy's adenoids are enlarged so they just shave them back yeah, I know I know they shave. oh my god I know just the actually no, she used the word scrape no <laughs> it's even worse no. we just scrape them oh, back stop <laughs> They're going to remove his adenoids and put grommets in. Yes. That's anyway, all I need to know. I'm very, I'm very excited. But I guess for any DLs, if there's a bit of a gut instinct going yeah. on where you're like, something's not right here, yeah. it's worth looking into. And you know what? The hearing test for kids is actually really fun. Yeah, yeah like they I gamify it, don't they? They totally yeah. gamify it. It's so interesting. And you just need to cross that off your list and mm-hmm. go, okay, that's not that. That's mm-hmm. not cause for concern. But with Iggy, it lit up straight away. It was like, oh, yeah, he can't hear. Wow. Mm. Okay. All right. This is going to be great. Anyway, so the operation is... Oh, actually, by the time our DLs listen to this episode, he will have had his operation. Oh. So I will continue this conversation. Yeah. It's on Monday. So yesterday in (laughs) podcast land, he will have had his op. Okay. And I'll do an update. Yeah. Great. Gem, I'm thinking about popping my place on Airbnb when we go on tour this year. You are? Yes. I'm thinking about earning some extra bucks when I'm not going to be home rather than just letting it sit there costing me money. Revzi, I am so excited to hear this because it, <laughs> honestly, it's such a smart thing to do. Okay. You are an Airbnb host. Uh-huh. I am a super host. Sorry. Sorry. Of course, a super host. And you first started hosting on Airbnb when you had an apartment, right? I did. And I am such a longtime fangirl of Airbnb for this exact reason because once you've done it once Mm. you honestly wonder why you never did it before like you get your process down and then every time you list it it's just rinse and repeat. Okay I'm seriously considering it. It's such a good way to earn some extra cash. Mm -hmm. You can start by looking into what your home might be worth. So DLs if you've got a home you might already have an Airbnb. Make some extra cash to fund your own travel by becoming an Airbnb host with your place. Your home might be worth more than you think visit airbnb.com.au slash host to find out do you know what i don't have time for what don't you have time for because you know i haven't spoken enough (laughs) already on the podcast (laughs) i do not have time for the fact that my four-year-old is going on 15 oh god what's she done have i got a story (laughs) oh god i mean (sighs) dls with sassy girls yeah. Let's just collectively hold our hands and just take a deep breath together. Remember in like 2014, they used to call that spirited child. <laughs> they still do. do they? I, I hang on to that for okay. dear life because yep. I don't want to say she's hard or no, challenging. No, no. Yeah, yeah. And it is. something about the word sassy <laughs> yep. feels too directed at girls. Like yeah. there's a sassiness. There's I don't know. I'm, it feels it, to it. Yeah, it feels sexist. So I stick with spirited. Okay. Um, it's how I described her to our au pair. I was like, just so you know, rappers very. <laughs> Very spirited. Okay, so friend of the pod, Rachel Tag. Yep. She and I went to the museum together. We went to the shark exhibition. This cool. is what you do in school holidays. Yeah, great. Love anyway, she took guys. her eldest. <laughs> I took my eldest. Louis is six, turning seven this year. Rafa is four. Now, they're obsessed with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like proper 
upset. You cannot manufacture that. You yeah, know when yeah, kids yeah. gravitate, they hug, they fucking kiss. Like it's very cute, right? Yeah. Now we went to the exhibition, then we went and got dumplings after. And now Rachel and I are sitting next to each other on one side of the table and Rafa and Louis are sitting next to each other on the other side of the table. And we're just chatting away, chatting away. And then I just tuned in to their chat and it went a little like this. Oh, my God. Louis, can I have some of your lemonade? And Louis looks at Raph and goes, mm, well, it is mine, but let me have some first and then I'll share what's left with you. Okay, seems reasonable. Yep, dead set. <laughs> Rafa bats her eyes and goes, Louis, if you give me some of your lemonade now, you can. And she lifts her top up <gasps> and goes, touch my belly button. Oh my God. Mm. And Rachel and I looked at each other and we were like, what's happening? happening? And then Louis goes, all right. And then hands her the lemonade and then lifts up Raph's top and we're like, okay, we don't need to. Like we, But it was wild. Like what was so many things ran through my brain. Like first of all, I was like, how at age four has she worked out this is a currency? A currency? Yeah. And the way she did it with intrigue, the way that she sing-songed her voice. Seduced him. Yes. Yeah. And he fully got seduced. Yeah. Well, he's a man. Yeah. <laughs> He was like, they are like plants. (laughs) Handed it straight over. Yeah, it was wild. Whoa. Yeah, and Rachel and I were literally, we couldn't get over it. We were like, what the fuck? How is this Glad happening? That was the already? belly button, dude. I know. <laughs> I was genuine because Raph's having a thing with boobies at the moment. Yeah, she keeps yeah, saying, yeah. "When I'm an adult, will I have boobies too?" And I was literally, we were waiting for like, "You can touch my boobie," but yeah. it was even the way she said it. You can touch my belly button. <laughs> like, how about that? You know, one degree away from boobies. Let's and be honest. And she got rewarded. He was like, "All right, <laughs> yeah." And she like necked that lemonade. I feel like it's problematic, but I'm like in shock. I'm like trying to like process and like work out some analysis on this. Well, there's no way that it's learned behavior, right? Like who has not innate either? Is it? Well, okay. So I've pondered on this a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where are you at? You've obviously thought about this longer than me. (sighs) I'm sitting here with my jaw on the table like, what? (laughs) You're four for fuck's sake. Rafa has a full-blown Cabbage Patch doll outie. Yeah. And three years ago, I remember saying to a girlfriend of mine, her name's Whitney, and she was one of my childhood friends. Yeah. We did ballet together and lots of dance concerts. So, you know, always in midriff yeah, and always. inappropriately sexy clothes yep. for young kids for dance concerts. Get it, seven-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And Whitney had a perfect outie. Yeah. I casually said to Whitney, oh, Rafa's got an Audi like you. And Whitney goes, oh, I hope she doesn't have a complex over it like I did. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's like, oh, I hated my Audi growing up. And I was like. Because people comment and it's like a point of difference. I guess. Because I guess it kind of looks like a hernia, I suppose. Like if you really think about it. So I thought, oh, no. Like I used to think Wit's Audi was really cool. And it's really interesting that she hated it because it was different. So I wonder. If I've gone a little hard. Uh, and how your special Audi. <laughs> Literally the line I give Rafa is, hey, Rafa, do you know what's really cool? Is your belly button is an actual button. Okay. Most people's, they're called belly buttons too, but there's no button. But yours is a button. Like, how cool is that? Like, I've quite, And you're like, ding dong. <laughs> yes. So I've gone so hard because I want her to have such positive body image that I'm like, I wanted to just love every part of her. Oh and, and I'm going to preempt that oh people are going to pick on her for her hernia belly button. And never in your wildest dreams do you imagine that she would then convert that into, I've got some currency I can trade yeah. for some lemonade. <laughs> My belly button brings all the boys Boys to the the yard. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. So, was it an opportunity for a conversation? Yes. And we had the chat about consent. (laughs) It's your body and who's allowed to touch your body. It's so tricky. I mean, it was consensual, I guess, because she invited it. This is the problem. Yeah. It was full of consent. Well, that's good. It is good. Yeah. And I'm glad Louis waited for permission. Yep. (laughs) Even though he was seduced into it. It wasn't like, it it didn't go like this. It didn't go like this. Louis, can I have some lemonade? Mm, I'm going to have some first, then you can have some. Okay. He's like, unless. Got a weird fetish for belly buttons. If I touch your belly button, you can have another one. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh. that would be worse. <laughs> Do you know what's funny is Louis would have left the day going, so, belly buttons are a thing. <laughs> you know, imagine if, imagine if in like 10, 15 years, he's like dating a chick and he's like, 
Uh, okay. Just never got over that right, Audi. I'm going to stop this. Rachel Tag is a yeah, dear yeah, yeah, yeah. DL, and I can imagine. And also, we shouldn't sexualize. No, no, these let's kids. not sexualize the kids. Oh, but it, it just so innocent. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So odd. Yeah, all at the same time. It's funny when they apply a tone yes. to something really innocent, but you're like, oh, but they've picked up that tone mm. from. So- they've learned that that yes. that's a currency or a power. Yeah, or, and there is power in that Actually, seduction. Actually, it's interesting that word power. Yeah, like, that's what I, Raph would be into. The I power. watched. Yeah. Her yeah. exercise power. Yeah. Like I really saw her work it out mm-hmm. going, fuck, I really want that lemonade now. I'm yeah. thirsty, motherfucker. I don't want to wait for the drinks. Why didn't you get her a lemonade, P.S.? Because when Louie got one, I said, do you want one? And uh. she went, no. <laughs> like, no. So I went, okay. Right. So I didn't buy her one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next okay. minute. You know, <laughs> she's she selling his. her body. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Well. Like- yeah, yeah, I can see why you don't have time for that. That would take me a lot of processing to sort of work out my role in that yeah. as her mum. Okay, well, keep us tuned on Belly Button Gate. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hopefully there's no more stories. Do you know what I don't have time for, Jen? What don't you have time for, darling? Teaching my kids to be independent. More specifically. <laughs> I was like, you need to finish that. The long game. That is teaching my kids to be independent. Oh, unpack this. So I've got two school-age kids. No one's in kindy. We're well and truly at school now, Mm -hmm. right? They are confident, well-adjusted, happy kids. Teddy's going into year two, isn't he? Year one. Oh, year one. So they're in year one and year three. They're getting a lot more responsibility. Mm -hmm. Isla's in the band. She's in the choir. They're both doing gymnastics. Like they've got their own little friend groups. They sound independent as fuck. Well, you know, they're still at school. They're still children. But I have noticed a big step up in things they are capable of doing for themselves. Mm -hmm. For example, eating their dinner unaided. Oh, God. Um, Wait, 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 wait. They do that? Well, we'll get to that. Okay. Brushing their teeth. Yep. Isla now can do her own hair. I'm impressed by that. We have been working hard on it because she goes between mine and her dad's house and I felt it was important for her to start to learn to do her own hair, right? Okay, just quickly. I know it's not important, but like what's her go-to style? Oh, it's so cute at the moment. She does space buns. Oh, my God, cute. (laughs) But like she can do those? Yeah, yeah, but like half up, half down ones. So she's got like little puppy dog tails. So 90s. So, so cute. And it's not like the whole hair, so it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah, and she has the little strands at the front. It's so cute. I don't want to say it. Yeah, no, no. Don't call them that. Slut strands. No, no. She's eight. We definitely didn't call them slut strands Spice in the 90s. girl strands. <laughs> okay. Anyway, she can do her own hair. They can put their shoes on. Mm-hmm. They can get dressed. They can pack their bags. Yeah. They also are capable of taking their plate to the bin, scraping it off, putting it in the dishwasher. You know, so I've been trying in the last, I would say, six months to just get them to just be more accountable, more independent. They've been getting themselves breakfast for a little while, but like sometimes that slips. It was like nine o'clock the other weekend when Isla was like mom can I have some breakfast and I was like babe I thought you'd had it you know like so I'm just teaching them that you have to feed yourself breakfast mm-hmm. it's the one meal you have to make yourself anyway what I don't have time for oh is it's always in the moment easier for me to do the thing always to put the socks on I to, knew it was gonna be shoes to first. shove the food in the mouth oh. to brush the teeth yeah. to like do the ponytail to pack the bag mm. to all the things it's always easier for me to just quickly do it for them because we're always in a rush gotta get out the door there's lots to think about today what's the name of our potty we don't have time for this mm. but I've had to like as a discipline go no allow more time mm. So boring. And just <laughs> surrender, word of the year, to the fact that you're going to say, put your shoes on 87,000 times. <laughs> times a morning. And I'm just like, it is working, but so incrementally. Yeah. <laughs> like, why does it take so much time? It's a long game, right? Because I didn't want teenagers mm. who weren't taking their plate to the bin and putting it in the dishwasher. Yeah. You know, I don't want teenagers who need me to shove faster in their mouth or can't run their own shower. Mm-hmm. You know, it's time for them to move to that next phase of having a little bit of responsibility okay can I ask you something yes because I've just had a little thought it sounds to me like Mm -hmm. this is a drag yeah like you're it's almost like you're parenting yourself to be a better parent and play the endurance game however little tip from a full-blown enabler yeah now Iggy's three (laughs) and look you might come from this from a different perspective because they're older but of all the tasks that you've listed there, mm. what a task that you can just do, mm-hmm. you know that they will do independently versus a task that they wouldn't do in the outside world. So I'll give you an example. So like feeding your kids. Yeah. When they have their lunchbox at school, they feed themselves. Absolutely. If they were to sit down to a hot meal provided on some school camp, yep. they would feed themselves. Or at their grandma's house. Okay. So in that scenario, 
Is it the end of the world if you have to quickly spoon feed them to shovel the food into their mouth because you're sick of asking, Teddy, eat your lunch, eat yeah. your dinner. Come on, spoon spoon in hand. Let's yeah. go. It's you know? 7.15. Okay. <laughs> Versus yep. putting dishes in the dishwasher. Now that is a habit mm-hmm. that is formed at home yep. because you're not really going to be exposed to a dishwasher at school. Yeah. If you guys start going to sleepovers, you should take your plate up. No, I guess what I'm saying is that's something you need to reinforce at home. Yeah. Spoon feeding, putting on their shoes, like they're going to put their own shoes on Yeah. when they go to a sports class or whatever. I guess my point is with Iggy... <laughs> I still shovel every single bite of dinner Mm. into his mouth. I still put his shoes on every single day. I know he can do all of those things, but I know that as an adult man, human, (laughs) he will be able to do those things. Mm -hmm. We hope. (laughs) Yes. But things like putting your dish in the dishwasher when you're done with it, rather than having your mum slaves times three at daycare who do it all for you. You know, I don't know. Like, I just think there's some merit in the weighing up of, look, what are they just going to do innately? Now, growing up, I have a very, very strong memory of being a brat at home because that's where we are our worst Mm -hmm. in front of the people we feel safest with, where mum would go, oh, I hope you use your manners when you go to other people's homes, right? Were we all well-behaved? Like, I remember you, Revzy, coming over to mine and being like, yes, please, and then taking your dinner, scraping, (laughs) you know, you fear other people's parents don't you remember like you'd be scared of being told off yeah like I remember being healthily scared of Janma (laughs) you know (laughs) I didn't want to like not impress her or for her to think I was a bad influence on you but we also know there's kids who just wouldn't who just rude and you're like oh okay I just don't want my kids to be those ones they're not gonna be that revs they are they're just not gonna be yeah but anyway. I guess if it's like grinding your gears to the point where you're like, yeah, but I, I feel this. like there will be a breakthrough, but it's going to come from me being a broken ass naggy record. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. such a long game. But like, I don't want a 10 year old and putting their shoes on. No way. How old's Ted? Ted's five. He's six five. this year. Yeah, but Isla too. Like Isla will sometimes ask me. Ask you what? To, to put feed her shoes you? on or feed her. <laughs> really? Yes. Okay, that's a bit like... It's like, yeah, no, yeah. come on. I've got to just draw a line and yeah. be like, you guys are too old for this now. We are properly a school-aged family. Yeah, okay. You know? Look, I'm not there yet, so I'm only speaking from yep. the weeds of early childhood. And when my kids were three, I was definitely still Do you know what? in if, front of a screen. If nine-year-old Iggy was like, Mom, can you put my shoes on? I'd be like, get fucked. Like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my kids are changing as well. I don't need to have melon on and zombie shovel food in anymore. Like, like I do mine. Like, I came home yesterday and had like a end of day debrief bitch to my kids about an adult interaction I'd had I was like guys you will not believe what happened today and they were like eating their dinner and looking at me and even Ted was so engaged and I really clocked it he was like whoa what did you say and we had like a chat I love that it's cool especially because I don't have a partner at home so it's like my kids (laughs) you can't download to him I can't download to because he's not there when I come home from work or whatever so it's like my kids are just like my mates my housemates I love that I love it's a they- long game and I'm committed to it and I want them to be independent, mm. fully flourishing kids who can take care of themselves. Yes. I'm obviously always going to be there to care for them until they're ready to fly yeah. the coop. But I know it's starting now. Yeah. I'm just saying it's boring. It's fucking boring. Yeah. You know? You know when they can totally turn the shower on? When they want to like put all the toys in there and like get the food dye and make a zoo. It's like, oh, you really can turn on a shower. Mm-hmm. Look at you. <laughs> Rafa sorts out breakfast for her and Iggy now. Amazing. It's such a hack because she's a little mountain goat and we keep all of our yogurts on the top, top shelf just because it's the coldest part of the fridge. And um, she mountain goats her way up and she always gets one pouch for her, one for Iggy. She can open it now. She uses her teeth, which isn't my favorite thing, you know, twisting the to open the thing. But it just buys me 10 more minutes in bed. Can she turn on the TV? No. That's so what has, you got to do. Yeah. If you ter- teach her to turn on the TV, you'll have a good hour. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. I do have to come down to put the TV on for no, sure. Well, no, you got to sort that out. Okay. Don't All you have right. a smart home? Can't you be like, Alexa, turn on the TV from your bed? <laughs> Think about that. Yeah, I could sort probably that out. sort that out. Yeah. Sort that right yeah. out. Yeah, it's a great yeah. tip. Thank you. Independence for the win. Hit me with your not spawn. Have I got a not spawn for you? There we go. It's a TV review time. Okay, strap in, everybody. (laughs) Ready for Netflix. Look, 
there are going to be a group of DLs who are like, oh my God, Gem, Ovi yeah, over this. Yeah. And then there's going to be a bunch who are like, all right, I'll give that a crack. Matilda the Musical on Netflix. Oh yeah. If you haven't done it, why haven't you done yeah, it? Yeah, why haven't you? Like it has got me as excited as when Encanto dropped. Yeah. It's one of those kids movies that drops and it has that je ne sais quoi where it just catches like wildfire and everyone's singing it and everyone's obsessed with it. And then I kid you not, like Rafa started watching Matilda not that long ago and we are word perfect. Oh, yeah. There's no oh, je ne sais quoi involved. It's quite clear why it's so good. Why? It is musically really layered, textured, interesting, sophisticated. Yes. Lyrically genius I mean it's Tim Minchin I fucking love him it's Tim Minchin after Roald Dahl I mean it's just like really really smart fucking clever beautiful creative minds are on this project anyway you can imagine I've fallen down the YouTube vortex rabbit hole of Tim Minchin like I did with Lin-Manuel all right so let me ask you this yeah you're standing in a bar I don't know (laughs) okay a room you're standing on a stage with a piano yep (laughs) to your left is Lin-Manuel Miranda yeah to your right is Tim Minchin they're both want to fuck you on the grand piano who do you choose lynn oh okay who would you choose it'd have to be lynn for me okay you still go lynn Mm. and what would be playing in the background (laughs) not in canto maybe that sexy song from hamilton (laughs) which one the one where he that woman seduces him oh yeah yeah what's Um, it called i don't know how to say no to this i can't say no to this but her body's looking hell yes yeah 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 all right yeah well that's a bit obvious what about you i think i'd go the minch why he's so fucking clever man that brain both their brains. And imagine they could, they're both so fast with their lyrical lips. Oh, oh my God. Stop <laughs> it. And they've got rhythm. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, nerd alert. Yeah, nerd alert. Uh, uh, so you still run away with Lin-Manuel over uh, the Minch? Look, I would, even okay. though the Minch is, you know, having a renaissance, which he really no, no, is. No, 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 no. This is so Australian. What? Matilda was a smash runaway hit 10, mm-hmm. eight years ago. It cleaned up Broadway. It smashed the West End. It was at RSC and everyone was, it was lauded. It was given every possible award and musical theatre nerds knew about it from day one. It's like it just came out in Australia and Australians like, oh, my God, Tim Minch. No, Rex. Yes. Uh, no, this is the magic of television, yep. okay? Sure. Musical yes. theatre isn't accessible for everyone. No, like, I know, I know. Where the fuck I did know. you see Matilda? <laughs> um, Broadway. Yeah, Broadway <laughs> in New York. You can fucking get fucked as far as I'm concerned. I would have killed to see a production no, I know, of but it's Matilda so in the Australia. West End. No, but not everyone could go to the cricket, but we all know. I guess it's on the TV. No, it's not the same. And do you know what? Listening to a musical yep. out of the context of the show is not the same. It's like yes. when you frothed on Hamilton yep. and then I went and listened to it and I was like, I don't get it because yep. I don't have context yep. for these songs. As soon as I went to Hamilton, different story. And then yep. Hamilton came out on Disney Plus, broader reach. Yep. And the same thing's happening with Matilda. I had never seen the musical. I never had a reason to. I wasn't in the UK when it was on. It hasn't come to Australia in over eight years and I didn't have kids then. It wasn't yeah, yeah, on my yeah. radar. But oh my God, I am loving hearing my four-year-old sing lines like, there's a slip in the bolt. Yeah. It's a tiny revolt. These really complex. So she has no idea what she's fucking no. singing. P.S. It's concerning how much she loves the song A Little Bit Naughty. And Rafa sings it <laughs> with an that amazing song. grin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is genius. Now, DLs. How incredible that our girls have a central protagonist mm. who's a rebel. Yes. But like a good, smart, deserving yes. rebel. Yes. Like, thank God it's not just fucking Cinderella. Yeah. And yeah. Do you know what? I kind of love that they didn't go for a cliched looking Matilda either like they cast the best girl for the job it didn't matter what she looked like she does have crazy compelling eyes though which I think there was consideration in the casting there because she does move objects with her eyes that's like her magic power and I think eyes were important anyway what I want to say to the DLs is if you give it a go please watch it from beginning to end with your kid don't just tune in every now and then like there is so much to appreciate the choreography is amazing choreography and look that's the original Cory from the West End production but the way they translated it to screen is amazing so dl's i've already done the research for you there's some amazing bts behind the scenes videos on youtube there is a song called we are revolting children for me it is the best number yeah from a choreography standpoint oh yeah they had two 
hundred extras or they're not even extras. They were a combination of young dancers. They had parkour kids. They had gymnasts, Mm -hmm. all young. And the choreography, they actually built the set months in advance so that the choreographer could work yeah. in real time in the real space with kids yeah. and put this amazing it's an anthem yeah, it's, it's Rafa's favorite number in the whole movie and i you know she's got good taste it's very very good but it's y- just a credit to when the production companies really throw money at clever minds yes and like the RSC, that's where this was born. Like, you know, it's just, yeah. You, I do, you get better quality content than when it. you just quickly produce something, whatever. And I watched a lot of interviews with the director and in every single one, he thanked Netflix yeah. for trusting him with yeah. a budget yeah. where he could bring his vision to life. Yeah. Because no holds barred here. Like the budget is huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I love, Revs, that our kids are growing up in an era of musical movies again. I know, it's so because good. Remember they disappeared yeah. after our generation? Yeah. I think we've talked about this before, but we grew up with Lion King, Little age. Mermaid, yeah. Aladdin, total golden age. And then it became Toy Story, mm. Shrek, mm-hmm. Ice Age, yeah. like CGI movies that were based in having irreverent kind of characters yeah. and they're comedic and they're kind of cool, but no songs. Yeah. You know, Shrek doesn't count because it was just pop songs. There were yeah. no original, cleverly written songs that progressed the story mm-hmm. forwards. Anyway. I'm just fizzing all over She's the place. Fizzing. DLs, please watch it with subbies. That's the key because the lyrics. <laughs> oh my god, you move and my fast. boyfriend. <laughs> what do you mean? He loves to watch every show with sub. Subtitles. No, but Matilda to appreciate again because this lyrics. is what I love about Lynn and Minch. <laughs> 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 that classic duo. <laughs> hey, they don't patronize the audience. No, They're no, no, like, no, no, you know no. what? I'm not going to make this easy for you. I'm going to make you work mm-hmm. to listen to my clever ass lyrics. So anyway, I've gone on way too long about this. But yeah, Matilda the Musical and Rafa's four, Iggy's three. They both love it. Yeah. I do have to fast forward through Trunchbull's number. Oh, because they're bored or scared or scared. scared. They find. I'm so scary. glad they cast that gender correctly because in the bro- original it was played by a man. man yeah, and it, you kind of get it because it was like he was really tall and towered over and stuff. But it's great that they've gender correctly cast that one. And Emma Thompson, she's amazing. What a triumph! What a triumph! My favorite red carpet interview moment that I saw in again on YouTube <laughs> was she said, "Oh, I can't take all the credit for Trunchbull. Trunchbull is played by six people: wardrobe." Yeah all the makeup team, like she said, I'm not the only player in here. I'm one cog of the machine that creates Trunchbull. And I was like, Emma Thompson, I fucking love you. Yeah, she's amazing. All right, Revzy. Hear me with your nostril. Okay. I said. I've done a 180. Oh. I've completely evolved. I've always said that Crocs were (laughs) a travesty of design. Oh, God. And taste. Yep. And you know what? They might still be. But something's clicked for me. Mm. I know they're on the rise again. They're very fashionable again. The ugly shoe movement has peaked maybe with Crocs. dad sandals is the term. Yeah, yeah. No, they're cool now. No. But they are. I can't. I know. I was here. I was you (laughs) a few months ago. This is not one. Being like, no, you'll never catch me or any of my children in Crocs. Ew. Like travesty of taste and design. Uh, I've got a very cool friend, KFC, she lives in the UK and like girlfriend is fashion forward. She knows what's what, she knows what's up and she rocks Crocs with her cargo pants and her like cool tops and I've been like noticing them on her and being like, what? Not like, what? (laughs) And then I live in a very high density area Mm -hmm. near the beach and seeing all the Zoomers and the teens rocking the Crocs. So are my kids. So my kids have become quite fashiony. Also, they live on YouTube, and Teddy particularly has like got his eye on fashion. And they started to go, oh, look at those! Cro- oh, he's wearing Crocs. He's she's wearing Crocs. He's wearing Crocs. And Ted was specifically was like, he's wearing white Crocs. White Crocs. They begged me for months and months and months. I was like, no, gross, ew. Anyway, I relented. Mm-hmm. And on our staycay, we went into the city to Platypus and they got to pick their Crocs. Yep. I take it all back. They look amazing on them. Okay. They look amazing. But that's not the reason why I love them. They just step into them. I get that. And out the door. Totally. And that you hose them down. Like they're like indestructible. Yeah. They're comfortable. They don't complain about them. They kick yeah. them off easily. They, they don't them smell because they're very well smell. aerated. And they look sick. Hang on. Revs, revs, revs. <laughs> I, I'm waiting for this story to go. And then I'm at. 
match my kids. No, no, no. I don't feel like I'm there yet. So I don't. So you do draw a line. <laughs> no, I no longer have gone, never will I wear a croc. Because you know what? It might rub off for me. It's Deals. starting to be everywhere. Let me give you a little insight. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, went to the mall yes. with Revs. She was like, oh, my kids really want crocs. What do I do? I was like, come on, let's go find them some freaking crocs. Yeah. Didn't have kid sizes in that particular shop that we went into, but they did have adult sizes and Revs tried them on and it was a hard no. Jim was like, I can't let you do this. No, I was like, <laughs> I can't. As a friend, I, like there are some trends that are for some people and this is not a you trend. Oh, I'm not the plastic clog trend. <laughs> Just, what a shocker. Look, I agree. I have seen Zoomers yeah. rock it. The Zoomers rock them. But refs, as soon as you – the pair that she I picked. I've quite powerful calves. <laughs> I looked like a, a horsewoman. <laughs> there was a trunchbull vibe. I looked like a like, Clydesdale. <laughs> you know what? They downgraded your whole outfit. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. You had other really cool shoes on that day. Yeah. And then as soon as you stepped into the Crocs, I was like, bow, bow. <laughs> like it just didn't work. I tried them on too. They looked shit on me as well. Like I'm not just shitting on you. you. Yeah, they did. I think it's just like a mindset thing. And as I was telling KFC this whole story, she's like, yeah, it's one of those things though that when it clicks, Mm. you can't go back. Like I'm like, this is so fashiony. Anyway, they look (laughs) sick on my kids. I love them. I love that for them. Yeah. 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 Isla wears anklets because she's cooler than I've ever been in my life. And her hot lime Crocs with her little like bands of courage anklets. She looks so cool. I love that. No, I'm all for the Crocs on kids. Yeah, All Crocs on it. your kids so you never have to battle the shoe putting on. Yep. So is this a shout out for platypus or Crocs or all of them? Crocs. The you get them every. Oh, you know, okay. get them. Don't right. get the fake ones. Just get the real ones. Those they're not fakies? that much. Yeah. And they're like 20 bucks cheaper. It's yeah. like, just get the legit ones and support the original design. Support Goliath. Crocs. Croc- oh, yeah, I guess they are. Goliath oh, my now. God. They are. Yeah, but Goliath. they're like a German, you know, someone's design. Okay. One last quick posy <laughs> before we go. Yeah. Are the croc accessories still yeah. on trend? Yeah. Like the clippy things? Yes. Wow. Yep. The teens don't have a free hole. They're called charms. Bedazzled They're crocs. Bedazzled. And like marketing mm. bow down, you know, mm. like to think like, okay, we're doing well, but this, how can we add an add-on like yeah. bow down? Clever. My kid's got three charms each. Oh, how yeah. good. Now they want more. Of course. <laughs> Consumer mountain, here they come. Here they come. Wow. That brings us to the end of another episode. Happy Tuesday, DLs. Guys, I don't know if you haven't heard this announcement, like, where have you been? But you've been begging us and begging us to make our subscription episodes, DNM, available for Android users. Mm-hmm. Our team worked their titties off. They really did. And it's done. It's up. It's live. It's not like our Apple show where it just shows up in the feed. It is a separate show on Spotify. So tell the DLs what they have to search for in Spotify. We don't have time for this in Spotify. You will see the one you already follow, which is this show on Tuesdays and Fridays. There is a second show. It's got a picture of me and Jem in our pajamas. It says DNM in big letters. Click on that and you can subscribe that way. Or we've also got a really easy subscribe link in the highlights of our Instagram. And I also just want to remind everyone again that by subscribing, you do get full access to the back catalogue yes. so you can binge to your heart's content. And that's what a lot of people have been doing. They've been I catching up. And we're just so grateful to all our subscribers. We just want to take every opportunity we can to say thank you yes. for making this podcast bigger, better. Yes, and we've had a strange, unexpected little bump of some of our beautiful DLs yeah. leaving reviews in Apple Podcasts. Yes. And we really appreciate that, guys. It means a lot and it means more people can find us, join the DL community and we can do more together. Hanji P. And just before we go, one last tiny little plug. Sex candles. Oh, yeah. They are available. For your Valentine. Damn straight. Now, we know that some of you missed out last time. Again, this is a limited batch. It will go. And grab then we one. don't know when we're going to do another drop. Yeah. So grab one before they're gone. Oh, I got a DM from someone saying, this is my first Valentine's Day separated. I bought one for myself. Good And I was like, her. yes. Oh, my God. Light that sexy candle and have yes. some sexy time with your fine self I know. In the I wrote bath. back to her. I was like, I hope you got a good vibe. Yeah, damn straight. Yeah. Get yourself a candle before they're gone. In fact, I'm about to get myself one because I have mine's down to Same. the bottom. Mine's gone skis yeah, too. So I need a new one. We All love right. you. We love we'll you. See you on Friday for Bestie Hotline. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.